0: Thank you to Verb Energy for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up, Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like cookie butter, red velvet cake, salted peanut butter, and lemon raspberry. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2022. Are you in? snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at verbenergy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Loris von Siegman. I hope you've been well since our last chat, and I'm happy to get a few minutes with you here again today. Thank you for being here. And if you're new, come on in. On this podcast, we touch on all things life, business, and badassery, and what it looks like to go our own way, living how we want to live and working how we want to work, regardless of the norm. You are welcome here, and my goal is for these chats to give you a little business boost, life pep talk, or for us to sort out some deeper thoughts together. Although I'm talking at you on each episode, I love to get your feedback and response over on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast via comments on the episode's dedicated posts, tags and stories, or DMs. I sure as hell don't have it all figured out and value your thoughts, and also love to continue to support you past the episode if something hits home, business or life, so be sure to hit me up there. Today, I want to direct our talk towards business because I see a lot of quote-unquote new things launching lately, that being products, services, or offerings. It makes sense this time of year. The holidays are over for the most part. Tax season and all that paperwork is done. You're switching into your summer schedule soon and want to power through the upcoming third and fourth quarters in a strong way. AKA financially. And with that, I kind of realized that with all the business talk we do here in these episodes, we haven't had a focused discussion on what it looks like to properly promote an offering. Sure, we've talked about it here and there as an addition to another point, but I want to give this topic its own space because there's a lot to say. And of course, I can't teach you every trick and tidbit in a short episode. And there are a lot of unique considerations to your business but let's get the framing done. eh? Actually, that's a great analogy. Your promotional plan for your service, product, or offering is kind of like building a house. You need a strong foundation, the right materials, and a plan to build off of. Otherwise, it's all a hot mess, right? So let's dig in and uncover the basic building blocks for your promotional strategy. this new product, service, or offering. Now what? Well, first, congratulations. It's a lot of work to put out a new sellable item. And when I say sellable, I mean something people want, need, and are willing and able to obtain. It could be paid or free, but we'll get to that in a second. Now, every new and existing, really, offering should have a promotional strategy. But the next question is, who is in charge of it? Is it the creator of said offering, or is the marketing passed on to someone else? Whose job is it? If you're a solopreneur like me, it's, well, you, unless you outsource part or all of it. But what if you have a couple people working for you? Is it all on all of your plates, or just one person's workload, or do you split it up? Defining who will be planning, developing, and executing any promotions for your new offering at the beginning is extremely important. Think of this person as your general contractor who is going to oversee this thing coming to life. Again, this person could just be you. But don't forget, even if someone on your team isn't the lead or responsible for the project, you might still have expectations they'll support it somehow. Will your other staff post about it on their accounts or mention it to their friends during a night out? Will they help with word of mouth? It's always good to have these conversations, set expectations, and explain your needs so wires aren't crossed. The more support you get in this building process, the better, even if it's not completely direct. Now that you know who's going to be leading the project, we have to start building the foundation. We've got to pour the concrete, if you will. Let's look at the overall vision. What the fuck kind of house are you building? AKA, do you even know what it is that you'll be offering? Really? Are you able to explain it, not just the logistics, but who it is for, how it is laid out, what results will come from it? If you can't even describe your product to yourself, it's going to be a struggle for your audience to locate it or understand that it's right for them. We also want to make sure we aren't repeating ourselves too much or creating something that is too similar to something we already have. Is this an original or a twist on something else you've already sold? Will this send you into the too many offerings range? Sometimes more isn't better. And it's just overwhelming to your potential client. I mean, it's like the cheesecake factory menu. I swear, they offer like every type of cuisine. And I like choices, yes, but it kind of gets a little stressful, especially if you're like me and you treat every meal like it's your fucking last. I can never decide. It's like I'll never eat again or something. I have to pick the perfect dish. But course correction, back to what we were talking about. Your product. What are its goals? You might be like, duh, to make money, but sometimes your offering is a bridge to something bigger, a smaller priced guide to intro what it's like to work with you and some of your bigger services, a freebie to connect them to the full package. Maybe it's just a straightforward one and done thing, but understanding your point will help you with your promotion. Also, is this product, service, or offering solving a problem for your audience? It should be. It should be something they can't or don't want to do for themselves. And with the answers to all these questions, you can begin to develop your messaging. But wait, there's one more big consideration I just brought up. Your audience. Who are they? Dude, you literally need to know everything about them. Like a couple steps below creepy, kind of no. Because then you can speak their language in your messaging as you place your product in front of them. This way you can address their pain points directly and craft a unique call to action. Those fancy industry-specific words you use aren't in their vocabulary. You don't want to impress your competitors and or industry teammates with your spiel. That's not the goal. You want to talk to the people that need you. Get to know them, their gender, age, wage, hobbies, interests, relationship, status, all of it. You can't serve everyone nor will you want to. Just as we do in dating and relationships, we also have a type when it comes to business and clients we wanna work with. And not just who, but where are members of your ideal audience? Sure, in today's world, many will be online. But where else? Are they getting their hair done regularly? Should you be connecting with a local salon to cross-promote and help you reach people? How about a coffee shop or at a school? Also, I want you to pause and evaluate if your product is in their price range and if they need it right now. Those two things kind of go hand in hand. You can have one but not the other, and that's where the sale won't happen. When you have both, ka-ching, they need to be able to spend and willing to spend. Knowing all this, you can really begin to set that messaging in stone. How you're going to present it, what you'll say about it, what trigger words you'll use, and what the timing of your content will be. Support for this episode also comes from Fiverr. With Fiverr, you can save time, money, and energy on things your business needs, but you don't have the time for or have any interest in doing. Do you think I edit my own podcast? Honey, no. I am not cut out to be a sound engineer. By outsourcing this weekly task to someone else, I significantly reduce my stress, and free up my time to produce content I am passionate about and not dreading. Fiverr has a ton of other freelance services too. Virtual assistants, grant writers, you name it. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.loraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my business resources. Speaking of timing, don't rush your launch. Your product, your understanding of it, this messaging, and your other assets need to be ready ahead of time. It can be confusing and deterring to your audience if you push something in front of them that is half-assed or incomplete. Also, are there any timing conflicts? Maybe your offering is good ahead of a holiday, perhaps as a gift, but not on a holiday. I wouldn't launch on Christmas, for example. People are busy cleaning up wrapping paper and avoiding their Aunt Susan's terrible cream spinach, but consider calendar timing overall. Is there something else going on in your audience's life where they can't commit to this new offering right this second? Amongst other holidays, some other timing you might want to avoid or consider includes perhaps spring break, the start of the school year, or tax day. Knowing your audience helps you hear as well. But when the timing is right and you're feeling prepared, there are a few more digital things to knock out still. Have you put your offering on your website? If you don't have a website, I strongly encourage you to develop one. My preferred platform is Squarespace. In fact, I work with this platform exclusively with clients. Social media accounts can be taken away from you by the platform at any time and aren't truly yours. So if you need help with building your home online, aka a website, you let me know. Double check to make sure your social media pages are set up properly also and are well branded. Your new offering will most definitely be vetted by the quality of your business pages and website. Make sure it looks like a business and not a sloppy scrapbook of casual personal posts. No one will see credibility in your offering otherwise. Do you have a bio, story highlights, an appropriate username? Once you're set there, get those marketing assets ready to share. Hopefully, you've prepared at least 10 plus social mentions. These can be in the form of static social media posts, stories, highlights, tweets, video clips, behind the scenes, etc., quality content boosts attention to your offering. And a word about actually quote unquote boosting or what people say as paid social posts, there are some great ways to use this. However, for the vast majority of small businesses, I believe this is a waste in today's times. It used to be a lot more fruitful. Now it takes a very strategic and targeted strategy and a decent amount of money to start building a return on investment. It depends on your product And I would encourage you to do your homework on this investment. It isn't a set it and forget it thing from the start. People who have success with paid social boosts have done a lot of work to find the perfect setting for their business or product, if you will. Along with that, I'd like to remind you that you are your best promotional material. The more you are talking about it and connecting with others, the more they'll trust you. Anyone can run a paid ad. Only you can build a connection. Connection equals trust, which equals opportunity to sell. Another way to create connection and trust is in a very intimate place, a person's email inbox. Do you have an email sequence planned around this offering? It's a great idea to have one in place from the start. And do you plan to reach out to your hot list directly? This can be people that previously bought from you have been circling you for a while, or if they don't want to use the product, know people who would. Get this in front of them in a unique way, right away. Maybe a personal email and not just a mass message. And don't forget to add it to your email signature. Are you somehow sneaking it in every reply to every other customer or contact? But here's the scary part, right? With all these snazzy social posts and emails, people are going to bite and ask about price, right? If you're at the point where you're about to actively sell, you've likely set your price at a point that is attainable for your audience and fair to you. But talking price doesn't have to be scary and you can actually use it for promotional opportunities. First off, I hate the discount mentality. Don't regularly discount your shit. That becomes an expectation from your audience. However, I do think you can reward people when it comes to promotional pricing, like with early bird pricing. See, I took the word discount out of it. I think of it more as a trade. You get to get moving with your sales, and they get to take advantage of a better price by pulling the fucking trigger. Maybe you can offer special pricing for returning clients, create a referral program, or offer a giveaway. Play with it. And give more than just the dollar amount of your product some thought. But with everything you do surrounding your offering, make sure it has a personal touch. Share reviews and feedback you get about your business, style, and offerings. Include real-life imagery and you in some of your content. I always suggest taking your own branded photos or having some taken for you. Stock photography can be helpful, but it can be very obvious also that it is stock. People want to see what it is really like to work with you. Or maybe share that you're supporting a specific charity with a portion of your business's proceeds and why it means so much to you. Keep it you and keep it personal. Personal extends to other people as well. Find someone to feature you. It's a personal recommendation. Try to book a podcast interview, get an article written, or simply ask for a shout out on someone's social platforms. Do the same for them in return. What goes around comes around. And one last bit of advice, be prepared to repeat yourself over and over and over. You may feel annoying to you, but people need to hear and see things multiple times before it actually sinks in. If you're announcing it once and hoping for your clients to rush in, well, you're going to be hearing crickets. Develop your elevator pitch and mention it every fucking time you have a chance. At the grocery store, mention it. Make it a game. Challenge yourself to finding a way to mention something even when it feels like it doesn't fit. Get creative. Talk up the cashier at the grocery store and ask them how their day is first. They'll ask you back, most likely. It's a standard swap of words we all seem to oddly adhere to. But when they ask, mention it's going well and you're launching a new product for your business. So you've been excited all day. Explain what it is. Even if they don't care, it's just fucking small talk. And someone around you might hear and inquire. Just be careful not to give out personal details about yourself in the process. Don't say, I live alone and don't have anyone coming to my house today. So it's fun to talk to strangers about this or anything. But when you send your new offering out into the world, be sure to look back and review. Track the performance of all your efforts surrounding it. You can't get better at marketing if you don't look and see where you went wrong. You're not going to be perfect from the jump, but you do have to be persistent. Those who stop will never win. So if you're putting something out soon, this framework can be a great initial guide for you. Of course, there's a lot of personalization to it just as someone would choose certain finishes in a home as the building process continued. But that's where your vision, style, and creativity come in. If you need support with brand development, website design, your social media strategy, or more surrounding your business or offering, you know where to find me. Reach out to me at hello at lauriswanseekman.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast or at lauraswanseekman.com. I'll be rooting for you regardless if we connect or not and look forward to seeing some of the new badass offerings you'll be putting out there. We'll be taking a break from our weekly chat for the Memorial Day holiday, but I'll be back right after with a brand new episode for us. Until then, have a safe, happy, and healthy holiday with your friends and family. And if you have served or are serving our country, thank you for your sacrifice. You are so appreciated. Talk soon, friends. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.loraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.